going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Seth Miller, and this is the first episode of the Vet Biz Spotlight. So I am also the executive director of Vet Biz. And what Vet Biz is, is an outstanding organization, nonprofit organization that helps veterans and their families to start their entrepreneurship endeavors. So today, what we're going to do is communicate with supporters, right? A supporter of VetBiz. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to explain to you how and why this is important. So at VetBiz, not only do we help support those uh, veterans, family members, even the ones that's still in the military, it's important to get this support. Why, you ask, is because it is a transition. Okay, there's a transition as you get out or as those individuals get out of the military. Any type of help that we can get or that that they can get is outstanding. And we love that. With me being a veteran myself after 21 years, I know how it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm originally from Detroit. So Detroit and then going to the military after 21 years, you know, that's a transition coming in. Don't you think it's a transition coming out? And especially if I have aspirations of being an entrepreneur, ladies and gentlemen, there are so many things as you transition out that is on your mind. What's on your mind, you might ask? Well, first of all, what am I going to wear (laughs) right tomorrow? Because I've been wearing the same thing for the last umpteen years. So you have that. It's where's my next check going to come from? And hey, how can I take care of my family? period, point blank, right? And how do I continue to serve? Because ladies and gentlemen, those individuals that have served uh, to protect our country and and everything, and just to protect you and I, there's a level of servitude inside. And as that uniform comes off, that servitude doesn't go anywhere. So that's what we're doing, right? We're going to talk about uh, or talk with individuals that support VetBiz and those individuals that VetBiz has supported and let them highlight their stories. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking to Mr. Matt Kennington with uh, Country Financial. Let's do it. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you, brother? I can't complain. Can't complain. All right. Well, first, I want to say thank you for being the first individual on this uh, episode, right? So whatever happens, there's no edit button. No edit (laughs) right? But seriously, though, um, I do want to thank you, too, for uh, your many years of support uh, with VetBiz, first and foremost. But um, outside of that, hey, just let us know about yourself. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, and, and happy for the support. I, uh, I, I had my experience with VetBiz, um, you know, for the short period of time has been wonderful. I, I, my, um, I have a, a soft place and soft place in my heart in regards to veterans and being able to support. I wasn't a veteran myself, but have friends that have and would always welcome the opportunity to give back to any of them that I can. So, um, in regards to myself, I work with Country Financial. Uh, we are an insurance and financial planning company um, that I've been with them for 25 years uh, in the mix. Started my own business from scratch. We're all small business owners. Um, basically, I started with putting my first file, my first client folder in the drawer and kind of growing it from there. Um, learning learning our different products and kind of growing to uh, to basically having a self-sustaining business uh, in the mix of things. So a uh, great company to work for. We're located, our home office is out of Bloomington, Illinois. 
Uh, we've been around for uh, actually this next year will be our hundredth year anniversary. Wow, congratulations! Uh, and so, uh, so great. It's a good time to be with Country Financial. They're a great company to work for. Outstanding. Well, thank you, thank you. So, you did say state earlier that you were never uh, a veteran, and hey, it's okay, right? It's all right. But within your field and connecting with those veterans, what type of things have you heard that they may have struggled with, or you know, just talk to you about as they transitioned out? You know, it's, it was interesting that you you made the comment about how they, you know, you take off that uniform and, and you don't know what, you know, may not know what the next step is and that servitude that you have doesn't ever go away. Uh, one of my great friends, I, I had four gentlemen that I grew up with, or I should say myself and three others uh, that were that were great friends growing up. And we all kind of went our separate ways and he went into the Marines. Uh, same thing. He came home after serving and it was kind of, what is the next step? What should I do? Um, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I, my heart goes to him because again, you're so used to those, those regimented things that you have to do. And, and, uh, it, it is, it's hard to take that next step. I, I commend all of them for doing it, but I don't know. I, I, to me, that's where we can be most effective is like what VetBiz does is they help them step into that next goal. Should I be a business owner? Should I go work a nine to five job? Should I have what kind of person should I be, you know, and, and, and help facilitate that? Absolutely. And, you know, it's the thing is, too, and, and I'm sure you can attest to this. Not everyone is uh, made or groomed to be a business owner. You get yep. what I mean? And so what we try to do at VetBiz is not only take their ideals, but also give them that level of transparency and mm -hmm. to let them know, hey, this might be one thing suited for you or not saying no, but maybe not right now, not at this time. It is. It's it's hard to do. It's not for everybody. And there's there's a certain uh, um, a certain kind of gut check that you have to have with yourself at certain times. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I laugh at this, but as you get to know me, I'm kind of a brutally honest individual. Oh, yeah. But uh, but any small business owner has quit their job at least 25 times. So, it's <laughs> you know, it's it is it's it's hard. It's a roller coaster ride. And it's it's it is. It's not for everybody. But yeah. I don't know the, the the rewards at the end of the day to me are, are very well worth the roller coaster and the headaches along the way. I agree. Right. I agree. A, a good friend reminded me of the old saying, you fall down seven, you get up eight. Right. And That's so, right. And, and speaking of that, in the lines of those trials and tribulations, what type of trials have you heard of as far as individuals starting their own businesses? You know, it's I think part of and I don't it, it doesn't really matter whether it's the insurance, the financial industry or what industry it is or what small business it is. I, I think you run into two common things, and and one of which I, I ran into both of them. But uh, the first one is knowledge, and the second one is age. Um, to me, both of those things in the insurance industry and in the financial uh, uh, planning industry, um, th they were a little bit of a setback for me. I started when I was young. I started when I was 24. Um, I'm almost 50 now. Um, and so a lot of people looked at me in the industry and they were kind of like, oh, you're young. It's kind of many people use this job as a stepping stone to other jobs, uh, you know, other places to go. Um, the industry as a whole has a high turnover rate, too. So a lot of people looked at it, went, well, I, you know, how do I know that you're going to be there? Um, you're young. You could be using this for something else. Is the knowledge there? How do you know all these things in insurance? 
uh, you know, are in the financial markets. And so um, those were the two big stumbling blocks. But again, I keep saying insurance and financial, um, you know, industry, it can be in any of them. So I think it is the presence of being there and having experience. And that's hard to get. That's hard to get that motor running forward or in the forward motion. Um, and there's only two ways to do it. It's just to stick to your guns and keep your nose to it and keep pushing forward. You have to reach those certain milestones in your career. And once you reach those, people realize that you know what you're doing. You, you gain that credibility after time. And as you get older, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. So. Oh, no, I love that. I love that. And, and thank you for bringing that up. That's a good segue into a, another question that I had that you just stimulated. Well, uh, what would you say about the importance of not letting go of your dreams, regardless of the age? Yeah, no, I it's it's one of those things where irregardless, again, I say and I started young, you know, yeah. and so it, it was. But I, our industry, it doesn't matter. It seems to me as, as you're older in our industry, um, it, it, it has more credibility. Um, it seems like everybody thinks that the, the older financial person, the older insurance person knows all of it. Um, and so you can really start at any point in time um, with a career, you know, in this industry. But again, I think as being younger, it's, it's hard to earn that credibility. You can't ever give up. That's just the thing. I, I am one that I always believe that you, Again, as I've mentioned, as a small business owner, we want to we we've quit how many different times? You get frustrated, you go home. Guess what? You come back the next day and you do it over again. Uh, you don't ever give up, and you just got to keep pushing forward. You mm. got to keep your nose to it, and and you gain the credibility as you come and the age. It, it all kind of works, but it's hard to get that snowball rolling, no. going downhill. You're right, and you know what? I, that that makes me think of. How important it is to have that level of maturity because let's be honest um you know matt we do know some older if you will older mm -hmm. dummies right yeah. yes yes right? yes look, they get older but they don't learn the lessons right that's exactly right so they keep the <laughs> repetition sometimes is not a good thing but yeah it's <laughs> you're, you're exactly right especially but, if you're not growing mentally yes. or even emotionally right so, yep. so what would you say how important that is to uh stay you know keep that level of dedication and tenacity because you know when, when you have individuals that will just constantly say hey well you know you're too old for that or you know your time has passed and and but what would you suggest as far as not just giving up but what type of mindset should individuals have regardless of where they are in their you know starting their career or even changing careers what would you suggest to help them to stay on that path of uh, their destiny i believe that the day that we decide in our head to quit trying to find knowledge and that day that we say hey i know it all is the day you're done i love it that's it <laughs> and i am i am one of those people that i don't care what meeting it is i don't care if it is a, a, a meeting that I have called, or if it's a, a corporate meeting, or even if it's a meeting that, and we all have these meetings that you don't really want to go to. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I always live by the rule, even those meetings, I go in with a goal to have at least one thing that I find useful out of that meeting. I'm not going to go and spend my time in a meeting if I don't come out of it with something to help me knowledge base 
or with my business. Mm. And so if you go into every meeting looking for something, again, even if it's a meeting you really don't want to be at or you don't think you need to be at, you will always come out with something because you're looking for it. But again, my big thing is always is knowledge is key. Knowledge is what keeps us motivated, keeps us pushing forward. It's what keeps us current in our jobs with our businesses. And the day you decide that you know it all, it really is. It's done because it's passing you up. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, man. I, I love that. And and I, I think it's important, first of all, let's not have meetings about nothing, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. look, hey, a mo- majority of these meetings can be put in an email, right? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. But, um, but um, outside of that, yes, I really do love that, right? Get something out of it because there is an opportunity to grow every day. No, that's outstanding. There really is. You just have to look for it. And it's there. It's there. Yeah. Like I said, it just, you have to, in your mindset, that's the way you have to go into it is you got to have something make it worth make it worth your time absolutely and so even with that right as we're still talking about the uh, entrepreneurship uh, piece and also mindset how would you suggest right for a new entrepreneur how would they align their their mindset with their purpose you know um again they're Everybody has, you have your goal. As a small business owner, you have your goal, you have your business plan, you have your purpose, you know, of what you want to accomplish in five years. My, again, I go back to the knowledge side of everything is to me, in order to make that purpose, in order to hit those goals, you've, you've got to learn. And so one of the big things I'm an advocate of, and you'll hear me this, do this all the time is I ask questions to everybody and anybody I can not afraid to ask questions or, or just talk to people. Um, and so, especially in the business or the small business that you're trying to grow or develop, uh, with your purpose and your goal. Um, the interesting thing that I have found out over the last 25 years is that if you go and ask people that have similar likes or, or you find you're, you're trying to make the small business and whatever business it is, if you find another business that's doing the same thing and it's a small business owner and you just go and ask these people, Hey, can I, can I help? Can I ask you a couple of questions? Can you give me 10 minutes of your time? I, I want to know how do you operate? How do you do this? Number one, they, they, they're more than happy to help. Um, and so it's, it's amazing to me, even in the insurance world, I go and ask other agents, I have meetings with them and I go, how do you guys accomplish this? How do you do that? And being a small business owners, I don't know, it's something inside of you that you're able to give back to another one. People are more, and again, no matter what company it's with it in our industry, it could be country. I could go talk to another person from state farm. You think we're arch rivals that we're not. Right, and right. it's, it, it's about sharing that information. And there's something that you feel accomplished by sharing that information with others. You know what I'm saying? To be able to help them along. No, and I, I think it's, a, I think it's a community of small business owners. They're all willing to do that. All yes. you got to do is just ask and, and everybody's more than willing to help. And, and I agree. So here, let's ask this. Let's talk about this. Why do you think individuals are so apprehensive of asking other people? Do you think that they feel as though they're losing their intellectual property by sharing or that, hey, now I'm losing a customer? Like, what, what do you think it is? Why do you think people hold so tight to information instead of just helping? Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't have a good answer to that. I know that a lot of people don't like to ask you know what I'm saying? Others kind of looking at it from the flip side, because yeah. I think they worry about that. It makes them look less intelligent or they don't know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? In, in their business. But the only way to grow is to stumble and to ask for help. That's right. And, 
And so um, I, I don't, in, in our industry, I have not met, I, I, I won't say never, but the majority, 99% of the people that I have met over the last 25 years have all been willing to help or at least spend five minutes with them. You know what I'm saying? And, and answer questions. And so that it, to me again, and, and I do the same thing with newer agents that come on with our company, I'm happy to sit down and talk to them. You know, this is how I developed this. This is how I do this. This is the process that I use. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think there's kind of a stumbling block. Again, people don't want to feel um, intimidated isn't the right word, but they don't want to feel like if, if I'm coming and asking you, it's like, I, I, yeah, I have a fear. Like I'm not, I'm asking you questions and you don't think I know what I'm doing, you know, and, and we, we got to get over that because it, because we don't, that's, that's the reason why you're asking the question and you right. it shows the willingness to grow, which to me shows a huge, huge, great personality trait. You know what I'm saying? And right. we have to be able to ask for help. And I think so many of us don't these days. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I believe too, um, individuals don't want to feel in Barrier. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? So yes, they are afraid, but now I don't want you to look down at, you know, look down to me and no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, that's the beginning of learning is having that growth mindset, but having an open mindset to say, yep. Hey, I'm willing to, you know, understand something new and something different, especially if someone has been doing it longer than you, you get mm -hmm. what I mean? Now here's the deal. And I've been dealing with this in you know, different situations. They may not do it like you, but you desire me or the other individual that's asking, you're desiring that end result. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do you get the end result if you don't know what the hell you're doing? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So the thing I have learned too, with is very similar to that is if you go ask five people and they all have a different process to do it, but you find a bit and a piece that you take from every yeah. single one and then make yeah. it your own, and then you get to that end result. So you make, you're make you making it your own. It's not like you're copying off somebody, mm -hmm. but the, there, there's people out there that have already established what it takes. They've already walked that journey. They've already done that. Yes. So why, why recreate the wheel, especially if those people are willing to help? I'm telling you, Matt, you know what? My, it's a saying that I use. You don't have to recreate the will. Just put your own air in the tire. I like that. That's good. Right? I might have to use that again. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so. But, hey, hey, so you got it from Seth, though, right? There you go. Hey, Absolutely. You know, seriously, because I believe, too, that's that's what individuals, uh, you know, they, they worry about, right? Or they're more distracted. Hey, yeah. are you trying to redo something that's already been done? You know, especially reading, yeah. right? Yep. How many, and, and I'm sure you can attest to this, how many professionals, right, or gurus, whatever have you, put all of their intellectual property in the book? Yes. <laughs> you yep. Know I mean? mm -hmm. yep. No, they do. They do. It's amazing. There's so many books out there that you can read. I, I wish I was more of a reader, you know, than I am. So mm -hmm. um, I, I, I read rarely. It's kind of a fault of mine. I've been wanting to get into it as as I have a little bit of spare time as my kids get a little bit older and start doing things on their own. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's a wealth, wealth of knowledge out there. But bottom line still, and this probably isn't very good to say about it's books okay. or reading, you should do it. But yeah. I'm a person, I like to talk to people. I, yeah. I like to sit there and talk to you one-on-one -on -one and go, yeah. I, I can read what you what you write, but I want to hear what you have to say. And absolutely. Kind of two different things there. So. Absolutely. No, no, you're absolutely right. I'm going to tell you one thing, too. These books behind me, I also have the audio books for them. Yes. Right? Uh -huh. Because and, and that's something that I had to learn. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a tactic right now. You can it all depends on what you read. It's, 
no pun intended, but mm-hmm. what you read about reading, how your mind processes information, you may be able to recall things and comprehend better. I get that. However, understand what works for you. You know, mm-hmm. like for Matt, like he just said, hey, I don't like to really read. I like to communicate with individuals and I am the same way. However, not only do I like to communicate with people, I love to connect with them, but I also like to receive the information in multiple ways, right? Uh-huh. Yep. I like to, yep. it's tactile learning. I like to put my hands on things. I like to try it. And then yep. as I'm talking to you and looking at the fruits of your labor, now mm-hmm. I can become mentored by you. You you get what I mean? And then take all of this, you know, everyone else's intellectual property and put it together and say, hey, look, Matt, look what I did. Yep. Yep. No, (laughs) exactly. It's a bit and piece of everything, you know, and it comes together as yours at the end of the day. So. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Well, look here. Well, look, as we're uh, getting ready to close on out, um, what could you say right, uh, to our listeners or to individuals that's interested in what VetBiz does? What could you say to them as to why they should um, give us a, you know, just check us on out and even support us? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So obviously I believe in being a small business owner and and I kind of believe that small business, uh, bottom line, small business is what is what makes the world go round. And I know that's kind of cliche. I know a lot of people say that, but it is. It's the core of the American dream. It's what people want to do. They want to be, they want to own their small business and work for themselves. The the thing about it that is it, it, with that American dream is we don't have those dreams or those freedoms available to us without our veterans, without the freedoms that they protect every day or what they have protected in the past. And so one doesn't happen without the other. And so in my eyes, it, in, and in a perfect world, the combination of that veteran and a small business owner, it's it's perfect. It, it's, it's great combined in the mix. And so, but to me, being a small business owner and having that dream, again, our dreams, we can't have that without those people that protect it for us. So why it's a, I I don't know. Again, there's a soft place in my heart for that. And and as I mentioned, if you ever need to get me to do anything, you put the word veteran in front of it and I'll be there in two seconds. Um, But to me, it it all comes together because, again, they protect us. They give us the opportunities to be able to have these dreams and to do these things. No, no, I love that. I love that. And look, is there anything else that you would like to say as far as uh, VetBiz in particular, um, how individuals could support and should support uh, VetBiz? Yes, no, I, I agree. I mean, it, it, from our standpoint, from country financial standpoint, we support them on a on a corporate level with different events. But it, to me, everybody else can get involved also with them. And, and, and from my level, kind of on the, the street and, and out in the field, um, what I do is basically I help other veterans that are getting their businesses started in regards to just answering questions about business insurance and how to prepare for this, what kind of coverages you need, uh, et cetera, and so on. So yes, corporately, it's great to have to have country stand behind us and do all these things too. From an individual standpoint, you can help too by just giving coaching and just giving advice and just supporting our veterans to become small business owners. No, absolutely. Thank you for that. And ladies and gentlemen, first, let's give Mr. Matt a round of applause. <laughs> Thank Hold you. On all. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And hopefully, Appreciate it. 
Yeah, no, no problem. No, thank you for this. And this was a real good conversation. And now here's the pitch. You ready, ladies and gentlemen? This is like a good, uh, a good church sermon. You ready? Here we go. If this moved you. <laughs> if this is something that you believe in and hopefully you do right if you're interested in donating and supporting or even being a mentor right of vetbiz please make sure you go and follow us and check us on out at vetbiz.com forward slash donate or just go to vetbiz.com and then you can contact us directly and we can help you out no matter what it is if you are interested in starting your business if you're interested in volunteering or if you're just interested in supporting Please do that. And um, but yeah, we're 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 here and we're not going anywhere. But again, I want to thank you, Matt, uh, for taking this time out and uh, highlighting not only what it is that you do, but taking the time out to um, showcase and spotlight uh, VetBiz in your own uh, in your own way. Nope, my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. It was a great time. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode, but most definitely not the last. And so we will be able to connect with you on another time, another another situation. But Bet Biz is your biz. This is your new unit. We'll talk to you soon.